1: less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 and use code justbreakup50 to get 50% off. That's code justbreakup50 at factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 to get 50% off.
0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder.
1: And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody whose sex drive is less than zero. But Mm -hmm. before we begin, Mm -hmm. we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners or sex therapists.
0: That's right. We are not professionals. We are not trained in this. We are the supplements to the therapy world. You know, we you just take us in addition to going to therapy, hypothetically, if you mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. Um, so please take Sam and I's advice as you see fit. We are only here to offer our ever humble musings. So hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding, but mostly confusing experience that is love. And in this episode's case, sex,
1: sex, also <laughs> sex and love. Can you believe?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Quick shout out. Um, I know we changed our episode format halfway through this year, so we got to this milestone a little bit quicker than we would have without it. But today yeah. is our three hundredth <laughs> episode, what? and next week, next week we will have done just break up for five years.
1: Yes, we're gonna have a very five special years. anniversary check in. <laughs> <laughs> <Just,
0: sighs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tune in on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I think See you July seventeenth. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get into today's letter. It is from Libby Don't, like Libby Do. <laughs> yeah. Libby Don't. Yikes. Very funny. Very cute. Whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing to us from the middle of the GD desert. I, 35 female, have been married to my husband, 35 male, for 12 years. I had a wild sex drive at first, but over the years, a combination of things have led me to having zero libido. The big ones? First, we went through a tough time. My husband became angry, seemingly out of nowhere. After two years of living with what seemed like a completely different version of him, he found out that he had major testosterone issues and had it treated. Mm. He's returned to his old level-headed disposition, and I'm so grateful that he's well. That said, I'm having a hard time letting go of some of the things he said in anger during that time. How many times can you be told that you're incapable of being happy or that nothing is good enough for you before you start to believe it? Mm. Also, I was diagnosed with epilepsy at 29 and I'm on twice daily seizure meds that I'm fairly certain play a huge role in my lack of sex drive. Mm. Finally, life is a bitch, y'all. We've been through multiple deployments overseas on both sides. I've lost a few really significant people in my life unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. We lost a baby. All of these things have me feeling older than my years. Mm -hmm. All to say I have less than zero sex drive. We've gone so long without sex that it feels like it's this tangible yuck between us. The only times we've romped around in the last six plus months were alcohol induced. I was so upset after the last time that I called my girlfriend snot crying about how bad it was. Mm. He's truly my best friend. We have had an awesome relationship in every other aspect. He's hilarious and we have a lot of fun. We've been on and off the baby wagon since our loss. We talked about adopting and I really had my heart set on it. About $12,000 into the process, he got cold feet and decided he wanted his, quote, own baby. This broke my heart. You just brought up trying again yesterday and my dudes, despite being in my ovulation window, I'm telling you my V dried right up mm. painfully. So picture dehydrated SpongeBob. I get an eye twitch when I'm super stressed named after my mother and <laughs> she's back in full force. Just the idea of having to have sex has me in an anxiety spiral. How on earth do I recover my libido? I can see that it's hurting him and I want to fix it for him. If not for myself, he is such a good dude and deserves much more than what I can give him right now, but I can't even get myself off by myself. What's my deal.
1: Hmm. All right. libidant. Thank you. Libid, libidant. Don't. <laughs> there <Yeah>. it is.
0: <laughs> libidant <laughs> sounds like a, <laughs> a pageant queen.
1: It sounds like a drag queen for sure. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> All right. Let me don't. Thank you for writing to us, for trusting us with this question. You're in a big pickle and I can see that. Um, I feel especially perplexed when it feels like my body is betraying me, right? When it's like, mm. I just don't understand why it's doing the things that it's doing or why it's showing up in the way that it's showing up. Um, and, and I can definitely sort of feel empathy for the idea that it's just like, I don't understand why this stuff that's happening in my head and my heart is coming out so strangely in the way that my body is working. Uh, and that's really challenging. And you know, I'm, I'm sorry that you're in this place where you've been through so much and that, that trauma, that experience, those hard times are kind of like playing out in the the physical aspect of your existence. Um, Yeah. And I think Sierra and I are going to talk a little bit about how we can think about the ways that like our bodies are reflections of the things that we've gone through and how all of these things are so deeply connected um, and talk about ways that you might find some help or some support in this time. Uh, But before we do that, we're going to take a short break.
0: You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach.
1: That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us.
0: And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and
1: Use the middle person. Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do.
0: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my darling. Thank you so much for writing and trusting us with this letter. Um... It makes me emotional. This whole letter makes me super emotional. I think particularly because um, I can see you trying to navigate grief, Mm. navigate a long-term relationship, which is its own can of worms, navigate Mm -hmm. healing from this testosterone issue that your husband had, Mm -hmm. healing from losing a pregnancy, it not a baby. Um, you're trying to do all that. And then you're asking your body to be on board for something that you don't feel on board for. Like, I just, I, I just have a lot of compassion and empathy for you. And honestly, uh, I, I feel kindred with you at different times of my life in which my body, in my mind, I was like, I'm healing through this. I want to move on. I want to move on. Mm -hmm. And my body was like, nope, you are not ready. Right. And our bodies carry things so much. I, I think I've said this in recent episodes, so forgive me for repeating it, but like I'm recently, I recently got into reading about how our nervous systems are so connected to our, like our emotional states and how like my personal anxious attachment style, it's like my brain and my nervous system are working in tandem. And like my nervous system goes off on its own little tangent. And my brain is like, I'm trying to catch up, you know, I'm trying to (laughs) take care of you. And my body's like, panic, 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 right? Uh Add that to sex and intimacy after... Everything that you have gone through and are going through and are healing from, like, just take a deep breath with me because you are asking a lot of yourself. And and that self has been through so much. And I know you're strong. I know you're resilient. I know you can do this. I know you can endure everything that you have endured. And also, that person deserves softness and compassion and a break. You know, you're not like... If the goal in this letter, which I don't even necessarily know if it is, but if the goal is to get your libido back, you're not going to get it back by yelling at your body and saying, like, why the fuck aren't you working? Do you know what I mean?
1: It has to,
0: you have to speak. This sounds so cheesy. I don't even, like, I hesitate even saying it out loud, but, like, this is the time to be unapologetically kind to yourself and to your Mm -hmm. body. Mm -hmm. Patient. Gentle loving, nurturing, like, like you're safe. I'm safe. We don't have to do anything we don't want to do. We're loved. Yep. You know, we have a right to have needs. We have, we have a right to say no, we have a right to take time to heal and grieve. You know, Um, I know that think, I know that people, if I'm reading you correctly, like I know like people like us were really good at enduring and surviving, right? Yep. And sometimes we need to give ourselves permission to say, like, this is I am I can't do it all. <laughs> you know, I can't sure. heal and make a baby right now. Um and I also like I just want to say there's some tangible things in here that would like have a real life impact on me, right? You know, his, your husband's experience with his testosterone and that time in which he was quote, not himself, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Your experience of that medical experience, you know, of that that physical manifestation is real. Two years of what I could argue was like verbal abuse or at least toxic, unhealthy, no matter where it was coming from, right? Like fault aside, that his what happened was real how he treated you was real and therefore the impact of that yeah on your emotional and physical being like I don't yeah. think I could like I don't think I would want to have sex with somebody who was mean to me either no matter how no. much I loved him <laughs> for sure and no matter how much history you had like that would affect my arousal like that just makes sense to me And so I just want to make sure you're, you're creating space for it to make sense to you too. like Mm -hmm. make sense to me. Right. And, you know, not, uh, not for nothing, like losing a pregnancy or losing a baby, like that can really physically affect you hormonally, you know, and and emotionally and $12,000 in the hole, going down this process and then, and then doing a sharp hairpin turn about a different direction, like that is confusing to Sam and I as outsiders who don't know the intricacies of this decision and process. But like, that is like, it all makes sense. It's all I'm trying to say. Like this is, (laughs) yeah, yeah, this Mm -hmm. all makes sense. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that, um, Sierra is absolutely right. That, You know, you've been through trauma in lots of different ways, Um, you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually, like all of these different sort of compounding things. You know, we didn't even talk about or Sierra didn't even talk about your epilepsy diagnosis as well. And I know that epilepsy is like also a very, um, it's a really challenging disease to have because, again, it feels like your body is betraying you, right? Like there's, you sort of like lose control of yourself in a meaningful way you know, it makes sense to me that the way that you and your body are responding to this is by trying to like close off, right? Like there's been Mm. so much that has been outside of you that has caused you so much harm from your husband to the loss of this baby to, you know, the the epilepsy that you've experienced to the the loved ones that you've lost recently that it makes sense that your body is like, we got to shut this thing down, right? Like we got to go into like conservation mode, right? We yes. can't be thinking about pleasure in this moment, right? Yes. We're just trying to get to tomorrow that we just are trying to keep ourselves alive in the face of what feels like a relentless assault on us. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm saying that like in this kind of really heightened way, explicitly, like intentionally, because, you know, there's so much research out there that is about the ways that our bodies, our physiology respond to trauma and the and ways. I,
0: how our body holds our thoughts. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Just our thoughts, mm-hmm.
0: not just what happens to us. Like, isn't that wild? You know what I mean? For sure.
1: Absolutely. Right. And and I think if you're like interested in sort of reading more about this, you can read The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk, which is like, which really lays out, why Mm -hmm. our brains that the fact that the trauma that we have experienced actually like rewires our brains to act and be in certain ways. And, and one of the things that we sort of often happens to us when we're in trauma is that we just feel like we kind of have to muscle through, right? Like we just got to get to, we got to fix it by like making ourselves do it or whatever it might be. But actually the, the healing that comes from trauma is about like, how are we sort of rewriting the panic like the panic pathways that are constantly set up in our brain into a different place, right? Like how to, instead of saying, I need to have sex now, I need to figure it out in this moment. Instead being like, let's take sex off the table and say, how are we getting into a place where instead of routing through panic hole up, let's, we got to do what we got to do to I'm safe, Right. I know how to put my feet on the floor and take breaths to get me back into my body, right? Without like this goal of like, here's a thing I need to get done immediately. But in this idea of like, how am I spending more time with myself, right? Like, how am I getting into a place where I can tell my body that it's okay, right? We're safe. We're we're going to be all right. I'm, I'm here with you. I'm holding you in this moment. And it's 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 not going to happen through muscling through. Like, that's just not the way that that trauma like gets out of our bodies.
0: I know Sam and I talk about therapy a lot and I know that therapy is a resource that is not always easily accessed or there's reasons why there are barriers there, whether it be financial, familial, you know, professional, personal, whatever. Um, But I, you deserve to have someone help you through these experiences. They're, they're not, going to fix your life for you. They're not going to diagnose you. They're literally going to be a... a resource to you. And don't you feel right now at the end of your rope or challenged in the ways that you are, that you could have, that you deserve to have somebody in your corner helping you understand what your heart, body, mind, you know, history, unpacking all of that. Like, you know, you could go to a traditional therapist. You could also go to a sex therapist. You could go to a pelvic floor therapist to say like, I, my body is shutting down. Like Can you help me reconnect to um, that part of my body? Um, I also wanted to say when Sam was talking, like, um, you know, about how uh, the body carries our thoughts and our experiences. Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know if I'm, like, off the mark here, but I, I do feel, like, kindred with you for some reason through your letter. And there's a part of me that, like, gets so turned off no pun intended um, about when, when we talk about like the connectivity of our minds and our bodies, like, um, you know, I've, I'm the type of person was like literally old, always hated the phrase making love and mm. um, sex to me is not very intimate. It's it's this physical thing that we do to have fun. <laughs> it shouldn't. I, ha- I I have historically and this is not a good thing, but I've historically been disconnected my mind from my body and like didn't. Didn't like when I had to think about intimacy or when I had to think about my body healing or when I had to, like, think about being vulnerable or whatever. I just like to push through it. Like Sam said, I'd like Mm -hmm. to muscle through it so that I could get to the pleasure of sex or I could get to the distraction of it or or whatever, you know, and there's a, there's still this unhealed part of me that like winces when we talk about how like the body keeps the score and that there might be a reason why you can't just like flip a switch um or and and, and turn into what you want to be to to make other people happy or to distract yourself or to bring yourself pleasure like that i i feel averse to that and also that discomfort is telling me something there that it's real that Mm-hmm. that we do become our experiences and we physicalize our thoughts and the way we talk to ourselves and the way other people talk to us, like For sure. there is that connection. So I don't know if you have that adversity that I, that are like that, that resistance that I have. Um, but we can resist it. We can also acknowledge that it's true that like sure. our bodies are carrying around a lot more than we think. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, I didn't do my trauma therapy with my with my therapist for 3 years after my dad died and the only reason why it came up as something that I should be doing like I thought I was over it right I thought I was like done with like the experience of of my dad dying but I felt it in my body like that is the only way that I could identify that I was still carrying so much of it because I was like I was losing my sense of my whole body at times. Right. Like I didn't know where it was or what it was doing. I found myself like sort of waking up in my body and being like, Mm. where did this, where, where have I been? (laughs) Right. Like, why am I standing like this? Right. Like, why am I only standing on one foot? It was a very like visceral experience of like, I kept falling asleep in my body. Right. Like I just like lost it. And, and that's the only way that I knew that something was wrong. And through that, like unearthed a whole bunch of stuff that needed to come out that needed to be talked about, that I needed help and support to work through. And it's like our bodies are often trying to tell us something about mm-hmm. something that we may have pushed aside mentally, something that we may be sort of pushing aside uh, it emotionally. And so I want you to listen to your body in this moment and not say, fuck you body for not being able to have sex with my husband, but instead say, what are you trying to bring to my attention, right? What am, what am I not paying attention to what have I not worked through that you're saying, Hey, this isn't going anywhere, right? If we're still here, this is still happening to us. And I think a lot of it is going to have to be all of the things that you named here, right? Like Mm -hmm. working through this kind of stuff that's happened to you in partnership with a therapist, not so that you can suddenly start having sex, but in a way so that you can continue to take care of your body, right? And, and find ways to integrate your experience of your body into your experience of yourself more often, right? Which is, yeah. is hard for folks who have experienced trauma. Like I totally get it. Um, but I, I want you to be able to feel like you can be fully present in yourself, in your body, in your heart, in your mind. And I know that that's really hard right now because of all of the shit that you've been through, but you also deserve it. Right. And you deserve to not just push yourself through this thing, but to spend the time that is needed to help you remember and work through and live through and hold for yourself all of the stuff that you've been through over the course of the last few years. Cause it, it's overwhelming. It's a lot and it's, it's not going anywhere. Uh, and, and it, you are deserving of taking the time to, to unpack that, to pull it apart, to find a way to help it integrate more into your experience fully so that it doesn't become a thing that your body is terrified of and and shutting down around, but just another aspect of all of the many things that have, that have happened to you in your life.
0: Yeah. And I want that to be the main takeaway of like, how are you caring for yourself? Not how are you getting yourself to have sex? Mm-hmm. Sex might be a facet of that. Intimacy might be, you deserve to explore that. Um, and I'm going to speak to sex briefly one more time, but like the biggest takeaway from me is just like, wow, this is a lot that you're carrying. This is a lot that you're going through. How are you tending to yourself? How are you figuring out what you need? And if you don't need to have sex right now, it, you know, Maybe there's other ways to explore intimacy with your husband or, you know, maybe you can go on an intimacy journey with him and, and see, you know, this is what's not going to work. What's not going to work is you forcing yourself to have sex with your husband to make him happy. That's not going to work. It's not going to, yeah. it's not going to heal. It's not going to move you two forward. Mm. However, I do want to say a couple of things about sex. Um, one you know long time relationship long term relationships and sexual attraction it's complicated right we're not going to feel that wild lust forever and and if we do it's going to come in different phases and it's going to ebb and ebb and flow and and change as our relationship changes and our society our culture lies to us about attraction and desire Um, Because it does it fades it fades it fades (laughs) and we're taught that it doesn't you know Mm -hmm. we're taught that it uh, that if you're with the right person you're going to want them madly forever Um, I do want to say though that like if you decide to first of all going back to the adoption thing like it is odd to me that he would make that hairpin turn. I know the letter's not about that. I just want to like say that out loud and like validate any frustration that you're feeling. That's a lot of money and a time and a far down the path to be making that, t- that, that change. And I would feel frustrated too, especially because this is your body that would have to carry a pregnancy to term, you know, and, and, you know, it's 2023. We're no longer going to pretend that, being pregnant isn't a fucking big deal on people's health and wellness and their minds and their For work sure. and everything like that. So, you know, having that, that change is as big as you think it is in your heart. Right. And I hope you move into whatever next step, feeling supported and heard and validated in your desires and things. If y'all want to have a baby, I, I, I that way, I just want to say that like functional sex, is a thing and it's different than intimacy. You know, if you want to just have sex to try to make a baby and just get it done because that's the goal and the goal isn't to feel good or to feel close to each other or to, you know, feel intimacy, like attraction and desire for your husband is different. There's a, there's a functional way to procreate or to make a baby and then there's mm-hmm. a pleasurable way and if you if it helps you i'm giving you permission to approach it that way approach it like scientifically biologically you know yep. uh, m- Put it in different categories if that makes it easier, if that's what you want, right? Because another thing is here at Just Break Up, we try to think about sex in relationships differently, right? Like we, Sam and I, in our own lives and on this show are trying to rewrite what culture tells us, which is, you know, that you have to have sex all the time to make your— relationship valid, that has to be a certain type of sex to be valid and progressive and whatever. Um, But we know here, right? Like that there are thousands of relationships out there that don't have sex that are healthy and balanced and nutritious and long lasting. And that sex doesn't have, everybody gets to make up their own um, rules for their relationship. And if this is, if this relationship is healthy and sustainable, and, and doesn't need sex all the time, that's okay too. Sure. I hear you saying that you want it for yourself. I hear you saying that there's all these other things that are leading, that are in the way of physical intimacy between you and your husband. And that's what I want to point to. We've got these barricades between mm-hmm. you and this way to connect to your husband that I think it's so important for you to work on healing or, For or sure. caring differently or letting yourself set it down or whatever the metaphor is. Right. I really, really hope that you have the time and resources to see a therapist, a grief therapist, a sex therapist, a couples therapist, right. There's, there's a lot that you're moving through here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you're capable and resilient and you also deserve help. You deserve support.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that it, it sucks that, not only are these terrible things that have happened to you, but you are also the one responsible for cleaning up right. after them as well. Right. Like you didn't ask for any of this. You didn't ask for your husband to turn into a monster for two years. You didn't ask for people in your life to pass away. You didn't ask for epilepsy. You didn't ask for your husband to make this hairpin turn. Like you didn't invite any of this into your life, your body. And, Unfortunately, the reality is, is that we don't get to choose what comes into our life often. Yeah. And it's also our responsibility to take care of ourselves. And and it feels yeah. like I, I know that Unfair. when. Yeah, absolutely. When I was embarking on my sort of like trauma intensive therapy, I was like are you kidding me? (laughs) Right. Like not only did I have to go through this experience of having my dad die, but now I have to go through the work of finding a way through it. Like it just, it could not compute for me. So I want to just say that like I'm standing here with you looking at what might feel like a whole lot of work that you don't want to do and that what you didn't choose and say to you like, this sucks, it's unfair and it's worth it. It is worth mm-hmm. it to take the time to take care of yourself, to That's take it. these barriers down, to integrate these experiences more fully into your understanding of yourself in the world, to, to disrupt some of the stories you might be telling yourself about why these things happened or what they mean for you, and to find a way to be more present, to be more yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's worth it. It's a whole lot of work, absolutely. And and it, it takes time and it takes intention, uh, but it is definitely something that I think is going to be really, really helpful and beneficial for you. And and I hope that you have yourself and a therapist and people in your life who are going to be able to help you do that work because it is something you deserve.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, my darling, we hope that this helps. Thanks for writing.
1: We love you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you want more content from us or if you want access to our episodes without ads, you can support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode. That is patreon.com slash justbreakuppod.
0: You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship meme, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise.
1: Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more broken-hearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice.
0: Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media. Original music original music recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcasts and remember you deserve to take time to heal. You deserve support. You deserve empathy. You deserve softness. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We can endure so much. We are capable of such great resilience. And that resilience is only made stronger, only made tougher, only made more capable with the support and love and compassion from others. You deserve it. And if all else fails,
1: Just break up.